0: You will listen to Ida Star. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا. من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من Respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home In the last session of Dars-e-Hadith We covered the Hijrah The migration of Hazrat Ali ta'ala an. He was amongst the last individuals To migrate to the city of Madinatul Munawwara Medina Munawwara is very different to the city of Makkah in fact even today Medina Munawwara is very different it's like entering two different worlds when you visit the city of Makkah, it is very different and when you visit the city of tul Munawwara the city of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam completely different scholars have mentioned that there is a lot of Jalal and people are quite hot-tempered in the city of Makkah and things are extremely fast in Makkah to Mukarramah when you're in Medina to Munawwara it's as if though time has stopped Everything's very calm very peaceful an element of Jamal, people are very calm and things go very slow in Medina Tul Munawwara. And so there's a lot of difference between Makkatul Mukarrama and Medina Tul Munawwara. When we look at the landscape of Makkatul Mukarramah, the landscape of Makkah is marked with barren rocks and the landscape of madinatun munawwarah is marked with agricultural fields everything's quite green around generally the weather the climate of makkah throughout the year is extremely hot and very dry madinatun munawwarah is hot but the climate is damp that's the difference in fact when the companions the Muhajireen when they migrated to the city of Medina Munawwara it was quite difficult in the beginning to settle in the city of Medina Munawwara because of the climatic changes uh, the bodies were attuned to dry heat of al Mukarramah so when they went to Medina a lot of the companions were suffering from flu and other symptoms And this even happens today When someone is traveling from one side, one part of the world to another part And if there is extreme change in weather Then most probably that individual will also fall ill and he will become unwell And that was the case with the companions, the muhajireen Who were new settlers in the city of Madinatul Munawwara now Allah's Nabi وسلم, was very much concerned about the welfare of the muhajireen Not only did the companions have to quickly adjust to the climatic change of Madinatul Munawwara But at the same time the muhajireen, the immigrants had to quickly adjust to the social environment of Madinatul Munawwara even the social environment of Madinatul Munawwara was very very different Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was very sensitive in certain issues especially when it came to making sure to maintain unity to make sure that that bonding of love is there permanently with the companions and the genius that Rasul sallallahu was Allahu Akbar in order to maintain love unity brotherhood fraternity between brothers the action plan of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam Allahu Akbar perhaps the most monumental action taken by Rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam no man in human history to my knowledge has taken this action for his people the action taken by Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was extremely mindful if he would perceive even the slightest uh, fitna scandal strife in the community disunity immediately Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would want to diffuse the tension and he knew that the first tension the shaitan would infuse in the hearts of people is the tribal boast that was there and Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa made sure that there was no inter-tribal feud amongst the companions especially the muhajir and also the Ansari companions of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and look at the action plan of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa what a great leader Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was it is said that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam personally paired every Makki Sahabi with a Madani Sahabi. He paired up every Makki Sahabi, every Muhajir Sahabi, every man from Makkatul Mukarrama with an Ansari family. Every individual. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was so careful he would evaluate the status of each individual and he would look at the Maki individuals and he would look at the Madani individuals on one side and he would pair every individual Wallahi lazeem my respected brothers this bonding of brotherhood was so powerful and strong that it was even stronger than the unity of blood brothers if you had two brothers from one mother and father that relationship was not as strong as the pairing of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam between the Ansari and the Muhajir companion Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would take the hands and would say to the Muhajir that today you are the brother of this Ansari family And you are part of this Ansari family Subhanallah Subhanallah What beautiful actions were administered by this great great Nabi Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Who has done that in history today? Huh? Allah Besides Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was so careful and look at the generosity and the heart of the Ansari companions The Ansar who were the people of Medina, Aus and Khazraj Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator He says that all of the Ansari companions came to Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And they said, Ya Rasulullah We are prepared to give 50% of the date farms free of charge to the muhajireen is there anything given free today? Not even your own blood brother Will give you something for free Not even your father will give you something for free Illa Allah. These were the compact 50% of the day trees in Medina All of them were owned by the Ansar All of them Today the situation is very different father passes away you'll find two brothers fighting over one property two brothers no no it's mine no no it's mine no no it's mine. dunya and 50% we want to give it free and talking about how Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was so careful of pairing people for an example Abdul Rahman bin Auf was the richest in Makkah he was a, a rich tycoon Extremely rich in Makkah al a billionaire of his time. But when he came to Madinah penniless, complete nothing with him at all, just the clothes. And the richest in Madinah was Saad ibn Rabi'i. Saad ibn Rabi'i. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thought that the best partner to Abdul Rahman ibn Awf would be. Sa'ad ibn Rabi Extremely rich, extremely rich Both of them were business minded Individuals And Allah Nabi took the hands of Abdul Rahman And took the hands of Sa'ad ibn Rabi And said I think both of you Are the right match He is your brother and you are the brother Muhajir al-Ansar Allahu Akbar All My respected brothers And look at Hazrati Abdul Rahman ibn Auf. At first, let's uh, let us look at Hazrat Saad ibn Rabi What does he say? He said to Abdul Rahman ibn Auf that fifty percent of my business I give to you as gift. Richest man in Medina. Fifty percent of my business I give it to you free of charge. Half of my properties are for you. Lillah, you are the owner. Take ownership Half properties Not only that And he said Sa'ad ibn Rabi said He went and he spoke with his wives And he came out And he said to Abdul Rahman ibn Auf That my brother Abdul Rahman I have two wives And for the sake of Allah I am going to divorce one And let her spend her idda period And then you can marry her so that she will support you in life because you need a woman. So Allah will save you from sin. Can you find anybody more mukhlis than the companions, my respected brothers? A man who goes to the extreme of even divorcing the wife only for the pleasure of Allah to please Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah's Nabi has said, you have to look after your brother and I want to make sure I give him all the facility that he needs In the city of Medina And Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam united Every Sahabi Makki and Madani And it was During that moment of the Seerah The episode of The Seerah of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That Allah's Nabi gave The people of Medina a title That these are the Ansar Who are they? The ansar and what does Ansar mean the helpers the Ansar are the helpers and the muhajirin were those who had migrated now Rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam had paired up every individual again my respected brothers some very important lessons for us to learn here is when you find your Muslim brothers in need it is our duty that we give the Muslim brothers every support and assistance to give them support even if it means shelter to look after your Muslim brother even though he may not be related to you by blood but your bondage in Islam should compel you to give that individual the full assistance and to accommodate him this is the Sunnah of (inaudible) Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the ulama have even mentioned one very important lesson is that Muslim countries should have flexibility in immigration laws? They should have flexibility in immigration laws. Allah gave Jannah to Marhum Zia'ul Haq uh, when the Afghan war had started and when the Russians were in full force and in all confidence. They thought that they could just sweep through Afghanistan, come into Pakistan and and that is it. The Pakistani government had opened up the borders for the Afghan people. And the same should be done even today to support the Muslim refugees and shame on the Egyptians. And shame on the Egyptian government. And may Allah give them guidance that the Palestinian refugees are dying. Uh, in great numbers They haven't even got water to drink And yet The Egyptian government has closed The borders To their own Muslim brothers Palestinian brothers This is the condition of the Muslims today When the very first Action plan of Rasul Sallallahu alayhi wasallam Everything in the seerah Of Rasul Sallallahu alayhi wasallam Is an important lesson That under no circumstances, if you see your Muslim brothers suffering, it is the fundamental duty of the Amir, the leader of that country, to open up the borders and to give complete and full assistance to that Muslim community because rizq is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sustenance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives sense to some of the Muslim countries. In fact you might be living in Saudi Arabia for 30 40 years but you still won't have a Saudi passport you're still graded as a a third class citizen your your father was born there your grandfather you might be living there for 50 60 years but you're not an arab of an arab descent then you won't even have a Saudi passport unless you know Someone right at the top Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give guidance to The European countries And wallahi it is so important for us That we learn also At times even from the kuffar There is nothing wrong That we live in this country We should contribute greatly to this country And we should save ourselves from such actions Which will make life difficult For the Muslims in this country we should abstain from all terrorist acts alhamdulillah muslim is not a terrorist but to make sure that we live in this country and there is more islam in fact islam is established in european countries even more than muslim countries much more than muslim countries half of the half of the muslim countries if you were to grow a beard you'd be you'd be in prison If the women would want to wear a scarf, it would be a difficult mission. But subhanallah, what an important lesson. It seems that the kuffar have taken the teachings of Islam and look at their immigration policy. If you were living in Europe and if you acquired the citizenship of any country in Europe and you have a European passport, the borders are open for you. Travel anywhere in Europe. Anywhere. Any of the countries you can just go And you stay in this country For maybe what? Five years now? is it Five years? Five years? And they won't even look at your Skin color Your culture Where you are from What you are People come here Some don't even know how to speak English Some don't even know how to speak English But immediately British passport is given to them Allah give Hidayat and guidance To the community And To the wider community that is around us and so there should be flexibility in the immigration policy today you can't travel any part of the Muslim countries you need visa wherever you go they look at your passport Allahu Akbar and you're mistreated and so one of the most important lessons of seerah of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is especially when you have Muslim refugees the Muslim countries must open up their borders to make life easy for the Muslimin. And this is the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam. Going back to the seerah of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala Ulama have mentioned that Hazrat Ali radiallahu an was the only individual that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not pair him with any of the Ansari companions. And now some of the narrations you'll find in the books of Seerah, in the books of the biography of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. It is mentioned that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala was disheartened and he went back to his uh, residence and he was weeping and Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala had to console him. And when Rasul sallallahu alayhi Wasallam found out that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala did not take this too well Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and said to Ali and all of the companions were there that I have not paired Hazrat Ali with any of the Ansari companions because I have decided to pair, pair Ali with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that Ali is to be paired with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah's Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam said that Ali is like Harun alayhi salam to Musa alayhi salam. That Ali is like how Harun alayhi salam was to Musa alayhi Musa alayhi salam was the Nabi of the time. And Harun alayhi salatu was, salam was the second in charge. Although he was much, he was the, the elder one. But second in charge because what was given to Musa alayhi salatu was salam. And so Allah's Nabi said like how Harun alayhi salam was to Musa alayhi salam, that is how Ali is to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And you will find the non-Sunni sect, non-Sunni sect uh, pounding on this narration and saying, you see, we told the Sunnis, we told the Sunnis, that after the demise of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Khilafat should have gone to Hazrat A. Ali. But no, it didn't. Why? A lot of power with, was with Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Abu Bakr and Umar alayhi wa sallam were adamant that they have to be the, the supreme leaders after Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa When Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said that Harun alayhi salatu wa that is how... Ali is to me now first of all my respected brothers you will find these narrations no doubt, but all of these narrations are extremely weak extremely weak and it would be very difficult for the teachers of hadith to to take this particular hadith which they direct to Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam as authentic and that is why it's very important that when you read, you have to know who the, uh, the author is and how this book has been compiled and written. Not everything that you read is sah, is true. And so you will find that the teachers of hadith have said that this is completely wrong. First of all, for someone to say that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala was weeping and he had to go to Bibi Fatima and Bibi Fatima had to console him. Hazrat Ali was not even married to Bibi Fatima. Hazrat Ali was not even married to Bibi Fatima when Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was uh, bonding the Muhajirin companions with the Ansar companions. It was only much later that Hazrat Ali radiallahu taala an got married to Bibi Fatima, and there is a lot of discrepancy in the chain of narration, and that is why we have to be very very careful. When it comes to the rivayat, the narration of Hazrat Ali, عن, a lot of people have fabricated a to prove their point and to confuse individuals to show that no, Hazrat Ali عن, was the man who was the right Khalifa after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the reason why Allah's Nabi did not pair him with any of the Ansari companions is that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala had not acquired an independent status. He was still not married and he was very young and he was still under the care of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam. And that is why Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not take the hands of any of the Ansar and give it any of, yeah, take the hands of Hazrat Ali and give it to any of the Ansari companions. And so we need to understand this. Uh, this is often quoted in the seerah of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. an We also need to remember that Huzur alayhi salatu was salam himself was a, what was he, a muhajir or an ansar? Is he? Muhajir. Allah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself was a muhajir. And we know for a fact that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not take anyone as his partner from amongst the Ansar also now the reason for that we need to understand is that for someone to pair up with Rasulullah and to be the partner of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would mean someone of extreme honor and this is great honor given to somebody to be close to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it is Impossible for any man to level himself to the position of Rasulullah (laughs) Sallallahu alayhi wasallam And also that Rasul Sallallahu alayhi wasallam Was extremely mindful of uh, the feelings of the companions If he was to take one individual as someone close to him Then of course this would be a cause of heart burning For many of the Ansari companions and that is why many a times you'll find that Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam Would take this impartial attitude He would take this impartial attitude So that in front of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Every individual would think that I have This very special relationship with Rasulullah And subhanallah this was the mu'jizah of Rasulullah Every sahabi would think That he is only special to Rasulullah and that is how Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would treat every individual. But he did not take side. He did not show uh, that he was completely towards an individual. So much so, that he did not even in clear language say that after me Khilafat will go to Hadrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala Because the position of Rasulullah was very delicate. Possibly if Allah's Nabi was to be selective and if he had appointed someone Maybe after uh, the demise of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The Ansar would say no the Khalifa is from the Ansar The Khalifa is not from the Quraysh The Khalifa is from the Ansar Because Allah's Nabi had taken this particular individual as a partner Or someone might even think that Al-Iyazubillah The doors of Nabuwat are still open and possibly that even after Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that individual might be Nabi like Mirza Ghulam Ahmed Qadiani Aliyazu Billah. And so Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam completely shut the door of someone uh, coming close to him, very close to him, and to acquire uh, the same position as Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam in any shape or form, even, of course, never in status, but even in relationship. And that is why. Rasul sallallahu alayhi has mentioned that if I was to take anyone as my khalil, and khalil means to have close association with an individual, as my khalil, I would have taken Abu Bakr Siddiq as my khalil. I would have taken Abu Bakr Siddiq as my khalil. But the truth is that the khullah, that the, the taallug, the link and the connection of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is only with Allah and so Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was extremely careful and you will find in the seerah many a times when Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to Madinatul Munawwara all of the Ansari were walking with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and some of them were even holding on to the camel, the Qaswa and all of them were saying Ya Rasulullah we will want to entertain you in Medina. we want to host you You be our guest and come here and stay with us. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what did he do? Subhanallah. Again, look at the judgment of Rasulullah. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La, let go of my qaswa. What is qaswa? The camel. And Allah's Nabi said, Wherever my camel will stop, and the closest house to the camel will be my house. Subhanallah. The closest house to the camel will be my house so that no one would be hurt in the decision of rasul sallallahu alaihi and so it's very very important for us also to learn especially you will find that at times parents mother and father you may have a lot of children and the father will side with one child and he will show his love or the father or the mother will show the love for the daughters and this could actually offend other children. And sometimes parents don't realize that. And ulama have mentioned this. It is so important that the parents actually distribute their, their love in the children in a just manner. In a just manner. And this is the sunnah of Rasul ﷺ. Of course, there will be one child that might be very close. But from the outset, the father and the mother should should show love in equal terms with all of the children. This is the sunnah of Rasulullah. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he loved Bibi Fatima he showed a lot of love to Bibi Fatima but at the same time he showed love to Hazrat Zainab, Hazrat Ruqayya, Hazrat Umayyul Kulsum and to all of his children. So much so that even the grandchildren, all of the grandchildren the love was shown. And if, if he picked up Hazrat Hassan radiallahu ta'ala an Immediately Allah's Nabi would pick up Hazrat Hussain He said that there was one Sahabi uh, And the baby boy Was sitting on his lap And he was kissing the baby boy And that child The boy was sitting on the lap of the father And the daughter came running And the father What he did is that He looked, uh, he he tapped the, The daughter on the head And stroked her and said Oh mashallah and Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was looking at this from a distance. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, what you have done is a sin. That you have your, your chi- one child sitting on your lap and you haven't picked up your daughter. And like how you kiss your son, you should pick up your daughter and make sure your daughter also sits on the lap and kiss your daughter. Subhanallah. This was equality. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was so mindful that he himself did not select anyone why so that no one would feel bad no one would feel bad and that is part of the seerah and also the seerah of Hazrat Ali radiallahu uh, ta'ala in the year 623 in Medina tul Munawwara Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam decided to construct a masjid and this was not just to be a masjid but also a community center in fact masjid al sallallahu alaihi wasallam was to be the headquarters for all of the Muslimin. Every action was to be endorsed in the masjid, and everything uh, of the Islamic khilafat was uh, discussed in the masjid of Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And so the scholars have mentioned Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam personally took part in the construction of the masjid. Many of the companions companions offered their service uh, in labor And also towards the capital of the construction of Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam A simple masjid And the reason why I have mentioned this Is that Hazrat Ali Radiallahu Ta'ala An Was the first individual to pick up the shovel He was the first individual to offer his service as a laborer and he picked up the shovel and with the shovel he started digging and shoveling the earth and slowly what he did was also uh, he lifted up the basket filled with bricks and mortar and he passed it on to the masons and he was the one who had composed many couplets whilst the Muslims were engaged in the construction of Masjid-e Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Wallahu alam there is one sahabi one sahabi allah knows best possibly hazrat sa'ad ibn ubada and if it is not him most definitely it is one sahabi it is said about sa'ad ibn ubada that he was very conscious uh, of hygiene uh, and the, the clothes were very neat and he would make sure that his kurta is clean and so he also volunteered to um, be part of uh, the team helping to construct the masjid and every time he would lift up something and there was dirt that stained the kurta, he would immediately dust the kurta he would immediately start dusting it and Hazrat Ali Taala was the man who played a joke at him and this was just pure love Hazrat Ali knew a lot of poetry and he started shouting in the camp there where the Muslimin were and do you think that those who are busy and engaged in the construction of the masjid. Do you think those that are busy uh, and engaged in the construction of the masjid that they are bothered about the cleanliness of the clothes that they put on? And Hazrat Asad Ibn Obada was hearing this, and he started smiling. But this was the love that was there. Ali Taala An was extremely active. Allahu Akbar. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam also read many couplets and he said Allahumma aisha illa al lakhirah," and O oh Allah there is no bliss but the bliss in the hereafter and "Faghfir lil ansar wal muhajira Allah forgive the ansar and forgive the muhajireen and subhanallah this square building the construction of Masjid in Abwi, the monument of simplicity the monument of simplicity each side was only 50 yards each side of the square was 50 yards and the walls were made out of mud bricks not even baked solid bricks mud bricks and the roof was made out of subhanallah the trunks of palm trees the trunks of palm trees and the, the masjid had three doors And at that time Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Had also made his own apartments Close to the masjid Of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Again this is the virtue of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala That Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Also made an apartment for Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala And the apartments Were very very simple uh, The length of it did not exceed Ten paces Ten paces, And there was no door to the apartments of Rasulullah In fact it was just a blanket that was made out of camel hair Just a blanket that was made out of camel hair And that was the door of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So simple My respected brothers And that is why scholars have mentioned That there is a lot of virtue for a person to live close to the masjid For a person to live close to the masjid And the more you are closer to the masjid the more tawab you will get. Of course, there is hadith that for those who live at a distance and at every step, at every step Allah will give them a reward. There is also Fazila of that. But generally, you will see that at times brothers who live far will miss out from jamaat salah, will miss out from their congregational prayers. And so when a person is living close to the masjid, the benefit is that he will hear the azan. And when he is in the house and when the muazzin says hayya ala salah, hayya ala falah, he will feel guilty and he will walk out and he will come to the masjid. The adhan will compel him to pray salah. That is why it is of great virtue for a man to live close to the masjid. The closest family living near masjid Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the family of family of Rasulullah. Whose family was it? The closest family living near to Masjid e sallallahu alaihi wasallam was Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And if Allah's Nabi was living close to the Masjid, that means it is virtue for a man to live close to the Masjid. And most importantly, what we learn also is that as individuals, we as Muslims must must also greatly contribute. Uh, in labor and also financially in the construction of the masjid. And this should be free of charge. So if a man is a plumber, mashallah, then offer his service free of charge to the house of Allah. To the madaris, to the makatib, to the darul ulum. Offer it free of charge, for you will be rewarded. This is sadqa ijhadiyah for you. In, in your own... Uh, field of your profession if a man knows how to fit carpet then he should volunteer and he should say alhamdulillah I will do this I will do that this should be the attitude of the muslimin and this is the sunnah of sahabai kiram ajma'een not just to move one bulb from here to there give a bill to the masjid 56 pounds fa inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi this is the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give your time and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will give you a lot of barakah And I'm talking especially about Venues in which uh, Mashallah there's a lot of effort That takes place to spread Islam And especially the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is our fundamental duty Sahabai kiram ajma'een Rasul Sallallahu alayhi sallam Himself was involved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us all the tawfiq Inshallah in the next few sessions uh, there's so much to talk about Hazrat Ali ta'ala but uh, hopefully we will cover uh, the nikah, the, the marriage of Hazrat Ali with Bibi Fatima ta'ala in the next session. Wa da'wana. الحمد <سؤال> لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الرمي وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتوب علينا انك تتواب التواب الرحيم نستغفرك ونتوب اليك سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا و المصير برحمتك يا ارحم